You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch Podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch Podcast. It's Monday, June 28th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. The Oregon Legislature passes tenant relief and landlord compensation. Similar to Oregon, Washington State Governor Jay Inslee extends the eviction moratorium. The Biden administration extends federal eviction moratorium for a month. And a COVID update for Oregon and Washington. We'll be back with the details on these stories and more in just a moment. HFO's podcasts are sponsored by the tax deferral accommodator of Beatler Exchange Group, serving as a resource to investors, brokers, attorneys, accountants, lenders, and financial partners on the ins and outs of 1031 exchanges. HFO is your leading multifamily real estate firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. Senate Bill 278 makes several changes to the Landlord Compensation Fund, including the timeline for when tenants can be evicted. Under the Safe Harbor Amendment, tenants waiting for rental assistance will spend three more months safe from eviction. The statewide eviction moratorium ends for everyone else on June 30th. The bill will make it so landlords can seek 100% compensation for past due rent. At least 17% of Oregon renters and 24% of parents and guardians risk eviction, according to the U.S. Census Bureau poll survey from May. The bill is now on its way to Governor Kate Brown's desk, which she is expected to sign into law. Governor Jay Inslee Thursday announced an extension of the ban on evictions through September 30th in an effort to help Washington tenants navigate the economic fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic. This falls in line with some Washington cities like Seattle and Kirkland, which have chosen to extend their local eviction bans. The U.S. Census Bureau data for May found that 126,000 Washington households were at risk for eviction due to unpaid rent. Unemployment remains low in the state at 5.5%, compared to its high in April 2020 of 16.3%. The Biden administration has extended the nationwide ban on evictions for a month to help tenants who are unable to make payments during the coronavirus pandemic but it's expected to be the last extension by the federal government. The White House Press Secretary, Jem Psaki, stated the separate bans on evictions for renters and mortgage holders were always intended to be temporary. The federal moratorium covers renters who earn less than $99,000 a year or $198,000 for joint filers, or who reported no income last year or received a stimulus check. To gain protections, renters must attest that they have sustained a substantial loss in income and that they would be facing homelessness if evicted. They must also swear that they have been making their best efforts to make partial payments for rent and have also tried to access rental assistance. How will this specifically affect Oregon and Washington? Let's take a deeper dive, shall we? First off, any state or local law that is more restrictive will supersede the federal moratorium. Oregon's eviction moratorium established by the state legislature is set to expire at the end of the month, but unlike the federal moratorium, the states include a grace period to repay rent due prior to that date. The grace period lasts through February 2022 and does not allow landlords to use evictions during the pandemic to deny a rental application and reporting the missed rent to credit agencies. Oregonians who can't pay July's rent, however, could be evicted sooner once the federal moratorium comes to an end or if they don't qualify. As we discussed earlier, Washington State has already passed a statewide extension. From past rents due from February 29, 2020 through July 31, 2021, Landlords are prohibited from evicting a tenant until there is an operational rental assistance program and eviction resolution program in place in their county. In addition, for past rent owed, 
Landlords are prohibited from treating any unpaid rent or any other charges as an enforceable debt until the landlord and tenant have been provided with the opportunity to resolve non-payment of rent through an eviction resolution program. Starting August 1st, renters are expected to pay their full rent or pay less if they negotiate with their landlord or actively seeking rental assistance funding. If a renter is taking any of those actions, a landlord cannot evict that tenant. However, if a tenant is not paying or isn't trying to obtain rental assistance from the appropriated funds, a landlord can make any action allowed by law, but must also offer the tenant a reasonable payment plan before starting the eviction process. Tenants must also be provided in writing services and support available to them. Seattle and Kirkland have already passed more extensive eviction moratoriums. Landlords are required to offer new leases to existing tenants. If tenants do not pay, landlords cannot initiate an eviction during the school year if there is a student or educator living in the house. And a third ordinance allows COVID-19 defense against eviction if tenants have a large unpaid rent debt incurred during the pandemic. Tenants would need to sign a declaration that they suffered financial hardship during the crisis to qualify. And now a COVID update for Oregon and Washington. At least 23 of Oregon's 36 counties have moved from lower risk level. Once the state reaches 70%, county-based metrics will be dropped and health and safety guidelines including limit capacities for businesses and venues and faith organizations will be lifted. Oregon has less than 45,000 people shy of the vaccination goal. Seattle is the first city in America to see COVID-19 vaccination rates reach 70% as the rest of the state inches towards a full reopening. Statewide, around 64% of Washingtonians have received at least one COVID vaccination. Governor Jay Inslee has set the benchmark for a full state reopening at 70%. He said last month that he expects that benchmark to be met by the end of June. News of Seattle's vaccination rates is critical for the state. Seattle is home to more than 753,000 people. The greater metropolitan area is home to more than 3.98 million, more than half of the state's 7.6 million population. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent TV interviews. Our latest videos feature topics ranging from market conditions in Oregon and Washington submarkets to analysis of bills that are up in both states' legislatures. HFO TV interviews are on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Apartment Investor blog available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.